You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Have something to say? We'll answer the phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Good morning. It's a, I was going to say football Friday. It's not. It's a summer Friday, and I'm joined once again by, with CeeLo. Oh, by hi, CeeLo, uh, with CeeLo, and joined with, once again by with CeeLo. joined something along those lines. How are you doing this morning? Very good. Jerry Recco will be here at the 6 o'clock with Geo. It's a Geo and Jerry super fun, fantastic Friday show. Super, uh, super fun summer Friday. Yeah, super terrific uh, summer Friday program. Oh, yeah. So look forward to that uh, kicking off at 6. I was just asked to be a guest. <laughs> this is fun. I was just asked to be a guest on a Toronto radio station later this afternoon. Is that right? Breaking That's down the right. Yan- <laughs> they want to go to you for the Yankees analysis? Uh, not only that, they want to go to me for Yankee analysis. They want to know what I think of the Giants season and the Jets. So that's going to be exciting. One-stop shopping there. I've agreed to do that at 2.30 this Did you afternoon. really? You yeah. said yes? Yeah, why not? I'd, wow. I'd like. What if someone in Canada hears me and you're like, this guy's an entertainer. Let's get him up here and let's pay him $1 million. Yeah, you'd move to Canada? $4 million? Probably. Probably. No beach, uh, beachfront properties That's all right. north of the border. Oh. I'll go work there for one year, retire, kick it back. Surprised you can fit that into your busy Friday afternoon schedule today. A phone call to, to Toronto Radio? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. You're right. I also have a uh, condo board meeting. I mean, so to say uh, to say I'm going to be busy this afternoon, uh, yeah, very busy. <laughs> the condo board meeting? Condo board meeting. Are you on, you're on the board? I am. Or are you just attending as an angry resident? No, I'm on the board, but... Uh, for two years, I'm I'm out after this though. I'm not renewing my condo board. Oh, you get to renew. It's not a. Uh, well, I have to. I would have to run again. I was gonna say. I would have been a shoo-in. Del Boca Vista. I would have been a shoo-in, but yeah. those are volunteer. The reason why I, I went to a condo is I didn't want to deal with stuff. Now here I am dealing with stuff. Forget but you get it. But you put yourself right in the I middle did. of it with your neighborhood watch and all that. Yeah, because I get very involved yeah. in everyone else's business. Mm. So I thought this would be perfect. So now I know the business, and I'll, I'll move on. Back out. Back out. Okay. Move on to other things. Uh, so let's see. What's going on here? First yeah, of all. Two more losses. We had we had a nice day morning yesterday, we and we're right back morning. to where we're at. We had a beautiful morning yep. yesterday. That should have been Feel Good Friday. Then yeah, we right. show up this morning. It arrived a day early. I wake up. I see the Mets <laughs> lost with DeGrom on the mound. I watched, I watched about half of that game. Yeah. I see the Yankees lost to the Blue Jays. What? What, what are, we, are we doing? What are we doing here? Yeah. Boy, I'm going to have some hot takes for Toronto Radio later. I'll tell you that are right you? now. Yeah, I am. First of all, the Yankees 
Here's a couple. I saw two statistics I'd like to throw at you, CeeLo. One for 10 with the runners in scoring position. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Right. Left eight men on base. Those are the two statistics. Those are two that they I'm generally go at. hand in hand. I look at them as a grouping. They're a grouping. Yeah. Two statistics, one statistic. Yeah. Uh, they're a group. You're right. I mean, That's a good point. One can't happen without the other. I guess if you're looking for the silver lining, which yeah. Boomer hates when I do he that. He hates the silver lining. <laughs> it's still like a marginal improvement over where they were at up until Wednesday's game. All right. Where they weren't getting anybody on base. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> to At least be they one... had some runners on base. Right, to be one for ten. Now, Wednesday, they did score eight runs, yeah. you know, walk-off grand slam. But a, uh, That is looking at it nicely, CeeLo. In yeah. order to go one for ten with runners in scoring position, they actually have to be in scoring and, position. And leave eight aboard, yes. Yeah, okay. You That's had, fair. You had some guys on. So they lose nine to two. Frankie <laughs> Montas. 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 You're going Montas? Mon. Moan. Yeah. Baseball toss. reference. Montas. Okay. Yeah. Frankie Monta. Baseball reference has pronunciation. Phonetics. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. For most guys. I don't know about everybody. Yeah. But, but I'm going yeah. to bookmark that. It's in the, on the main player page, like where they list his, you know, where he was born, his birthday, when he was drafted, it's towards the bottom. Okay. Before you get to the stats. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Frankie Mon Monta. Mon Montas. M-O-H-N. Six runs, six innings. Yeah. Not, Not what you want. Five, five run, one inning. Yeah, look at five that. run, second inning. You and I sharing a brain. Yeah, all I did. I I, I got in this morning. I was watching the the highlights again. The yeah, it was like he was throwing batting practice. Not dude. only that, every time there was a hit, it looked like uh, Guerrero Junior was scoring. He just <laughs> uh, and and by scoring meaning slowly walking towards the plate yeah, because yeah. he <laughs> had no problem getting there. Tell you what, he slid into third base and almost knocked Josh Donaldson <laughs> over at one point. He kind of had to. Grab him to brace his fall. It's a big man. Yeah, he's a large fella. Yes. Uh, so that was not fun to watch last night. No, Montas was very hittable. Very hittable. So ball, that's probably... His ball was sinking right into the happy zone. So is he going to be sending him back down or what? No, they don't send him back down. Why? Because they traded... They traded to get him from Oakland. He's not oh. a he's not a tweener guy. He's a major league pitcher that's going to have to figure it out. Oh, he's not a guy who could go go back down for a little while. I don't know if he has options left, but he no, he's not a guy that is a Triple A oh, candidate. You know, I was hoping you forget this... how they traded Jordan Montgomery, brought this guy in. Oh, I see. Now right. they were pursuing other pitchers as well, Luis Castillo and uh, Pablo Lopez from the Marlins. Gio's uh, opinion on that was. He thinks that the Yankees basically ran out of time and that they were looking to acquire Montas and Pablo Lopez while shipping out Jordan Montgomery and just didn't get the deal done with the Marlins. However, I will say that probably was a good thing because his last three or four starts for the Marlins have been terrible. All right. So imagine if they traded for both of those guys. They both came in here and stunk up the joint. Got two stinkers. Now, I was I was defending Montas the first couple of times through because if you recall, they made the trade. Yeah. He went on the bereavement list. I believe it was his mother-in-law that passed. He was away from the team. He joined them in St. Louis the night before his first start. and was like... Right. That wasn't fair. He wasn't stretched out because he'd already had some shoulder issues. He had more than, it was probably a week off or so. Who knows if he, th you know, threw his regular bullpen side session. He was out of his routine. So he was set up to fail in that first one. He pitched better in Boston on the road trip. Last night was his home debut, and he was terrible. Not so good. Now, now the defense and the excuses go away, and now moving, they asked Aaron Boone that last night. With the, um, you get the feeling like maybe he's one of these guys that, can't handle New York and he was like I mean no I, I haven't gotten that 
feeling just yet. I've only been around him a short time, but the results need to start to show up. So here we go. We'll give him one more chance. Welcome to New York, Frankie. One more chance. If he doesn't do well in his next start, he's going down to the minors. And, of course, Jordan We're Montgomery's gone to St. Louis and has put together three consecutive real strong outings for the of Cardinals. Of course. And Harrison Bader's still in a walking boot. So he's not exactly helping the team either. I mean, the Yankees have everybody up in arms. Even Stephen A. Smith, who thinks uh, Hank Steinbrenner's still alive. He was yelling at him mm-hmm. the other day. He really thinks Hank is alive or he just screwed up the names and meant to say how? No, I think he... He thinks actually thinks Hank's alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. He, he's passed two years now. Imagine Hank's up in heaven going, what are you complaining with me? I've yeah. been passed for Keep two my years. name out your mouth. I'm up in heaven right now. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with this. We sure he's in heaven? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Guy ran the Yankees. We'll excuse Stephen A. I think he's still recovering from that boat show they did on Monday. The was boat the, show? Was it the Hudson or the East River? Do I don't we know. Uh, East River, East I believe. River? Okay. I believe, yeah. yeah. And that's where Michael Irvin had the, uh, the captain hat on, which he then had on in the yeah. bar. Flew home to Dallas. <laughs> he was still like, this... had the cat. This is a good look. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Let me show. I'm going to show the guys at the bar. So we shoot pool here in this Dallas bar with the uh, bartenders who have the thong bathing suits yeah. on. Let's leave the captain's hat on. Yeah. I don't want to draw attention to myself, no. so I'll wear a <laughs> captain's hat into a bar with thongs. I wonder if he walked around and said, listen, don't call me Michael, don't call me Irving, Irv, captain. The captain. I'm the captain now. <laughs> By the way, I was like, what is in Jose Barrios' mouth while he was pitching? Barrios. Barrios. Yeah. Do I get any names right? You know what? Let me, it's not a see, lot, See, right? now, let me actually, before I correct you, because I've heard both. Thank you. And let me see what the reliable but baseball reference When is. you say you've heard both, am I the only one who said it the second way? Barrios and Barrios? No, I've heard Berrios. both ways. I think it's Barrios. Let's see. Anyway, that dude was pitching. Anyway. It looked like he had a tea bag in his mouth. <laughs> Literally a tea bag. What, do you know how you, the tea bags have uh, the string? Yes, Al. That's what it looked like with the, <laughs> with the thing you hold between your thumb and index finger. It looked like he was teabagging out there. But it turned out it was his mouth guard. Yeah. The guy just fiddles around with his mouth guard. Mm. Like like Steph Curry. But like (laughs) mid-pitch. Sorry. Sleep deprivation is set again. And it is Barrios, by the way. Barrios? I'm correct, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually had to Google what's in Jose Barrios' mouth. And it was his mouth guard. Because I couldn't tell. Not a tea bag. Not a tea bag. Not a tea bag. Okay. He wasn't tea. No. He wasn't tea. He wasn't tea bag. He was not tea bagging. Okay. That's like uh, what is he doing out there with a tea bag in his mouth? <laughs> Why even have the mouth guard in? I don't know, man. So if you get a line drive, you know, 110 mile an hour laser back, maybe you save a couple of your teeth. No, I understand that, really but sure. why play with it outside of your mouth yeah. in the middle well, of the that's, pitch? People have always complained about Steph Curry with that. That he, yeah. you know, oh, the mouthpiece, yeah, yeah, mouthpiece out of his mouth. It's disgusting. Blah, 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 blah. It Some is people weird. just like chewing on things, you know? Yeah. It's also weird, like in the end of. But you boon you when he comes out to yell at the umpires. He's got to throw. He's got to spit out and throw out that wad of gum. I saw Degrom and Scherzer the other day packing a lip out on the either in the dugout or out on the outfield before right? the game. So that's what these guys do. It's baseball. These disgusting habits. Sunflower seeds. But it's also weird. The weirdest one with the mouth guards is in the NFL when the quarterbacks take the mouth guard out and stick it in yeah, their helmet. The face mask, kind of. Uh, right. Very sanitary. Oh my you got, god! You, you got guys 
jumping all over you, sweating all over you. Let me put the mouth guard right up here and take it in and out every single play. Yeah, yeah. who knows what's going on in the turf mm. and that that thing's, uh, you know, not right. the mouth guard's not directly hitting the turf, turf, but the helmet's the helmet hitting is. the turf. Then you're jamming the mouth guard in there. And then your you're hands it are touching it, and oh. then you're putting it in your mouth, and then you're putting your hands under the center's, you know, behind. Why not have nice and sweaty in there? Why not have that mouth guard that connects to the face mask? Right, dangles. Dangles. Yeah. Quarterbacks don't usually do that for some reason. No. I don't know why. It must throw off their peripheral vision. Maybe. My God. That's a good question. It is a very good question. So it was his mouth guard. Glad we cleared that up. Not yeah. a tea bag. Not a tea bag. <laughs> Although it looked like a tea bag. Like a Bigelow tea bag. Ah. Uh, Bigelow tea bags. Joe Torre, the Joe Torre commercial. Yeah. Who do Yankees got pitching tonight? I believe Jamison Tyon. Tyon. Who's he facing? He's facing Kevin Gosman. Oh, he's pretty good, right? Who said? Oh, he's got comments already, up. does he? This Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman on the potential impact of a big weekend for the oh. Blue Jays and the Bronx. Quote, I think if we can come in here and really beat the crap out of them, we <laughs> would definitely make a statement. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Bulletin board material. Yeah, well. Let's hope it helps. Mm. You got to beat the crap right out of these guys. Beat the crap out of them. What did Aaron Judge do last night? Anything? Sick of this guy wanting his $50 million. Let's get some key hits. Sick of this guy wanting his what now? It's $50 million a year. Oh, per year. Okay. I was like, $50 million. Yankees would sign up for that right now. (laughs) It's $50 million per year. Aaron Judge was 0 for 4 with a ribby and a K. How do you get a ribby going 0 for 4? There's a lot of ways you can do it. Well, maybe not a lot. Sack fly, ground out. That's not a double play. Field Field of choice. choice. Yeah. Hit by a pitch with the bases loaded. Oh, okay. All good. I think his was a ground out or a fielder's choice. Yeah. Uh, Let's go. Fielder's choice. When's the last time this dude hit a home run? Friday in Boston. So uh, a week ago tonight. A week ago. I had this guy. slacker. I had this guy hitting uh, uh, Roger Maris' home run uh, thing coming up this season. People put the card before the horse. Got ahead of themselves a little bit. They were like, oh, he's on pace. He's going to get it done. Yeah. The guy hasn't had a slump all year, finally. It was a week Slumping. without hitting a home run. And... Isn't it weird that we're, like, I think only a couple weeks ago I was in here going, Jerry, it's boring. The Mets and Yankees winning every night. Yeah. And, and now, now they're. Goddamn team, you can win eight games. <laughs> they're such in sync, these two teams. It's so weird. Yeah. When the Mets stink, Yankees stink. When the Mets are rolling, Yankees rolling. Well, let's get them back rolling. Yes. Let's talk about the Mets when we come back. Let's do that. I've got some Mets talk. I've got some Giants and Jets. I got some uh, other football-related other items. Other items, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then uh, Gio and Jerry will be here at 6 a.m. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Genesis. I legitimately thought that was a mistake of some sort oh, for a second. I did that to catch all your attention. Oh, you got it. All you people in your cars right now going, what's going on? All my... you people sitting on the Gowanus stuck yeah. in traffic at 522 in the morning. They're like, what's going Load on with my up. what's going on with my tape deck? <laughs> what's going on with my cassettes? <laughs> uh, that was uh, uh, a song called uh, Illegal Alien by uh, the, oh. by Genesis. But it brings me to the Mets. I can't wait to see what this connection is. I'm sick of the the announcers calling Jacob DeGrom an uh, alien. Well, because Chris Bassett just called. What, how could you be sick of it? Sick of it. Bassett just said it like three days ago. Yeah, and already. Or four days ago. Pre-game, as soon as he hits the mound, warm-ups, Keith Hernandez, Gary Cohen. How about, are you more comfortable with the of another planet? No. No? All right. No. You He's know, an earthling. Yeah. Um, a, a mere earthling. Yeah. A bare, like, alien. If an alien came down from a dimension, because we know there's none on Other Mars. Dimensions. We Galaxies, know there's no planets. We always thought aliens came from Mars. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, Martians. Mars attacks, right? And Martians. Martians. Yeah. You call them, if you'd see an alien, you go, oh, I was a Martian. No chance you've ever seen that movie. Mars attacks, Jack no. Nicholson is president. Not watching it's goofy. That. Yeah, no. It's, it's not worth the time. We've been to Mars. There's nothing going on up there. Right. We drove around the rover. some kind of Red Mars planet. car, the and rover, there's I think no it was Martians. Like rover? Maybe not. Maybe yeah. I'm making that up. But we do know there are Martians on another, or there are aliens from other galaxies. We have their ships. I just listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. I, I was like, wait, excuse me? What, 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 what? Did I miss this? We have nine other ships. Area 51? Uh, you've seen Independence Day, right? It's near Area 51. Please tell me you've seen Independence Day. I have Day. not. Come on. I'm not watching Ow. this. I yeah, got but this murder is not, documentaries. Oh, that's fine, but this that was came out in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I never saw it. Uh, really never saw it. Good cast. We have nine spaceships that we're back engineering. Oh, right. So that that's when they fact. attack us, we can get Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum and one of them to save the world, right? I'm just saying. So we do know aliens <laughs> That'll exist. That'll be Will Smith's big comeback reputation restoring job. Yes. Yeah. We fight the aliens. Mm-hmm. If Jacob DeGrom were an alien, he wouldn't get hurt all the time. Right. Or he, give up any runs. Or give ever. up any runs. He'd pitch a perfect game every time. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that because oh. maybe b- pro baseball players can get hits off aliens. We don't know yet. But what <laughs> Are I do they know, back engineering that? <laughs> what I do know is they wouldn't be hurt. How do you know? How do we know that? I just know aliens are superior to us. I In theory... Although what they do say this about aliens, you know how the aliens are always very thin? Yes. No muscles. Well, usually they or they have like a big head because yeah. they're smart, they're brains. Correct. But the rest of the body is frail. Because we don't need our physical bodies anymore. Yeah. Because 
technology does everything for us. Which maybe that's why they're calling him because he's thin. He's slim like an alien. Right. But he's not. I can't sit there. It's like he's not supposed to be this good and throw that hard in that body. I think that's the thought process. Okay. You know? But he's gives up hits. He gives up runs. Mm-hmm. And he gets hurt all the time. That's mortal. not an alien. It's a mere mortal. Max Scherzer's more of an alien. Than, he's not even Especially in Especially with those eyes. Yes. He's not even the alien on, our, on the Mets. Ugh. You got to get in touch with the, the SNY crew. Who Let do them I know. call? Um, I don't know who is their director or producer. But you call Gary Cohen, I'm sure he'd be very receptive to your criticism. <laughs> hey, Gary, real quickly, could you guys lay off? Could you guys lay off the alien talk? Oh, so no Independence Day. How about Men in Black? I think I did see that. Okay. Because if she said no, you hate Will Smith. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, Actually, I enjoy Will Smith. Huh. I like his music. What was cool about the aliens and Men in Black was... They hid inside seemingly human bodies. Oh, okay. And then there was like a little a little button on an ear, and you'd press it, and the head would open. There was a tiny little alien inside, like sitting at like controls inside the brain. Tiny little guy. I, I know I saw it. I don't recall any of that, it. I mean, that was only one example. There were different, multiple alien types in the film. Okay. Yeah. Multiple types. Yes. Uh, so the Mets lose three to two. They lose three or four to Atlanta. Now their lead is three and a half. Is games. it wrong that I I can't now again? I don't come at it from a Met fan standpoint, but like I can't. I don't know. I I it is fine. So Atlanta cut into the lead a bit, but I'm not. I'm not all worked up about it. I don't feel like the Mets are really in danger of anything really bad happening here. Like is that fall a false sense of security? I don't do know. Think? I feel like if they split, <clears throat> we'd have been good. Right. This isn't great. It's not great. But they better smash the Phillies but right they've in the been, face. They've been very um, consistent and resilient throughout the course of That's the year. True. So, like, if I go off of the MO of this team so far this year, tells me they're going to probably take three out of four from the Phillies. Now, if they, now right. if they lose three out of four this weekend, now we got a problem. it's a different conversation. And then I get it. You don't, you know, you're head-to-head with Atlanta, and they've been winning a ton. So they had an eight-game winning streak. The Mets won the Scherzer game. And they snapped it, and they go right back to their winning ways. So I don't know where they go next, but if they go keep winning, okay. I mean, that's the other factor. It's not like the Mets have slipped or played poorly. Like, Atlanta's winning percentage since, I think, the end of May is something like 7th. It's ridiculous. They don't lose. They're crushing it. Yeah. So we gotta we got to tip our cap to them and credit them. All right, so here's the deal with the Mets. They've got uh, four games against the Phillies. they got the doubleheader. Right, and then the Yankees. And then the Yankees. Scherzer to grow. And then the Rockies come to town for four games. That should be at least three right there. Then the Dodgers come to town. Oh, then the spicy. Nationals come to town. Then the Mets go to the Pirates. So, so it's I mean, let's get it right. This series let's with get the right, Phillies boys. and the Dodgers. Other than that, soft right now with the way the Yankees are playing. Right now, with that could look differently by the end of the weekend if the Yankees, you know, snap out of this malaise. But there's no reason right now to believe that's going to happen. And we have uh, Chris Bassett on the mound, you're saying? Correct. And like Aaron him. Nola for the Phillies. Oh. Yeah. He's pretty good. We didn't discuss yesterday no Syndergaard this weekend. Yeah, again, what a wuss. That guy now, just wusses right, out well, of playing His the former Mets. teammate Jerry Blevins took issue with that on Twitter. Said the suggestion that he's ducking the Mets is ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Because uh, Darren over at the seven line, I consider him a Mets expert. He had the opposite take? Yeah. Well, most people did. I think Syndergaard is wussing out against us. That's the second time he's ditching us. I think it's actually the third time. Why wouldn't you want to come in and shut the Mets down? Shut it down. Shut it down. 
Well, he like is coming he, off of uh, still recovering tech, not recovering, but this is his first full year back from oh. surgery. He's he an and alien? because he was with the Angels and they've got Otani on that like six day rot, you know, the six man rotation essentially. He wasn't pitching every fifth day with the four I days see. off in between. Wait, let me see. What did Jerry Blevins? I got to scroll back on his feed here and see what he said. I should. Where have is screened. Jerry Blevins these days? It's Jerry Blevins. Jerry, not Where is Jeremy. He at? Uh, I don't know where he lives, but he does some uh, work on Mets pre and post game. Todd Zeal's the main guy, but oh, Blevins okay. will get involved there, Blevins and does. he does some of the I think baseball night in New York here or there, which Sal hosts. Oh, here you go. This is from uh, Wednesday. Oh. Today's the nineteenth, right? Wednesday yep. afternoon. For those people calling Syndergaard soft for missing the Mets, you're full of it. <laughs> oh, really? This is the guy who threw at Chase Utley. This is the guy who threw at Alcides Escobar in the World Series and set the tone. You can hate Noah, but calling him soft is counterfactual. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. He's got limitations because of it. I don't know those limitations. I would be shocked to my core if he asked to not pitch first the Mets. Not saying it isn't possible, but highly unlikely. And assuming he's ducking anyone is silly. Let me ask Jerry. Jerry, you said is Jerry it? Blevins. Jerry yeah. Blevins. Yes. This isn't it possible for someone to have not been soft but turned soft? Like in other words, when that would be Sin- a good uh, cross examination question. Yeah, when Syndergaard was uh, throwing heaters at the Royals' heads in the World Series. Right. Different guy now, post eh. injuries and surgeries yeah, and later not, in his career. Yeah, he has not been impressive of years now. I would say years that's a now. good follow-up query on your part, Al. Maybe Just I'll... make sure when you address him, it's Jerry, not Jeremy. You got it. Okay. Thank you for Unless that. Unless you want to like emasculate him and try and disrespect no, him no. and take him off. I would like to call hey, uh, him the Jeremy, right whoever you are. But I might, I might hit him up on Twitter after the or maybe two days even later. Hey Jerry, just circling back to uh, Wednesday afternoon's tweet, if I ma- if I may, if you could get back to me on that. He's Appreciate even it. gonna have to be like, "What yeah. is this even right, a response yeah. to?" And go yeah. back and read his. Oh right, oh, I feel he's gonna be like that. Feels like a week ago. Yeah, fair oh, enough. Man. Dodgers reporter David. Yeah, I don't. What's his I, name? I don't know. David Vazig. I saw the video. I forget the pronunciation. Dodgers reporter David Vazig. Sure. He does what uh, like Kevin Burkhardt used to do. Yeah, he's like with the third SNY. man. Yeah, the, the roving reporter. Or guy. what Steve Gelb's currently does for SNY. Yes. Or what Meredith does for Yes. He was uh, injured on the Bernie Brewer slide in Milwaukee. Yeah. He broke two bones in his right wrist and cracked six ribs going down a slide. Now, I saw the vi- people were tweeting this at me yeah. Wednesday night, like, oh, you got to do this on the show tomorrow. First of all, it's a visual thing, not an audio thing, it really. Is. Until um, so you hear he broke six ribs. Yeah, but even so, like I don't think I don't think it would play well if I just played the clip. So you're saying you don't hear the ribs cracking? I did not. I mean, I mean, he clearly collides with the wall. But like, yeah. it, honestly, it was kind of funny. It looked somewhat innocent. Like, had had you showed me that and said he broke two bones in his wrist and cracked six ribs, I would have been like, what? How weak is this it, guy? It didn't look that bad. The funny part of the video was. The report, you know, the not the reporters, Nomar Garcia Parra and the play-by-play guy were all excited to like show the clip of him going down the slide. They're like chuckling, and then when they cut to him, he's got the cast on, and they just thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're showing you. He goes down the slide and he bumps into the wall. Ha ha ha! Oh, by the way, he's really hurt. I don't. Yeah, I don't and he had to go to uh, urgent care, and then he came yeah. back to finish the game. Oh, that was all in the same... All in one thing, That I had think. to be pregame, I would imagine, the slot. Oh, maybe not. You know what? I shouldn't... I don't know that. Yeah, well, it was all wow. in the same See, I uh, thought game. I assumed it was next day. That is interesting. Yeah. 
So he had he bro- essentially broke eight bones. <laughs> is Going the rib a considered slide. a bone? I don't think so. I think it's cartilage. cartilage? Okay. Yeah. So no, it's, bro- a, it's a bone. It is, right? It is. There's cartilage around the rib cage, but the ribs themselves are bones. Yes, Eddie? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, that's right. When you eat God, ribs. Why would I rely on Al for medical uh, <laughs> expertise? That's true. When you eat ribs, you do eat them off a bone. Yeah, but yes. But isn't the cartilage kind of firm, or do I have that wrong? It could be yeah, firm. Yeah, it is firm. Yeah. But not bone. Not bone-like. So the rib cage, those are those bones. are the bones of the rib. Those are the actual ribs. Your rib cage bones. It's like when they find remains of sharks, it's always the yeah. teeth because the teeth survive. But the their skeleton, if you will, is yeah. cartilage. Yeah. Sharks are all cartilage. But the ribs the are part of the skeleton in the human body. The sharks are all cartilage except for teeth? Yes. Fascinating. How about that? How about that? This so then he technically baseball. broke to circle back. He broke eight bones then. Break, broke eight bones. Or cracked. Cracked. With them. the ribs, it's usually it's not a broken rib. Usually a cracked rib. You ever crack a rib? No. When I used to box. I forget, was that you or Chernoff that? Well, Boomer broke Chernoff's ribs. Broke his Hugging rib. him. Yeah. Sque- well, crushed And what did he do him. to you? Didn't you suffer an injury? I had a, a sternum situation Stern- <laughs> where the cartilage separated from my sternum and then snapped back in but caused me trauma. <laughs> And a visit to the ER. Oh, and I broke ribs when it's I... amazing uh, Boomer hasn't been sued around here at any point. Oh. You just wait. I'm going to sue everybody at some point. Okay. When I near retirement and I need a couple extra bucks to put in the bank. Yeah. I'm sue you everyone. got a lot of other expenses in your life, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break then. Let's do some football, CeeLo. Okay. I see I got a Giants note. I got a couple. Actually, I have two Giants notes and two Jets notes. Yeah, I saw your Giants notes, and I Is went to right? the. Uh, I went to effort that from a video audio standpoint, mm-hmm. and it was not uh, readily available. So now I'm going to have to go digging for it at some mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. can be uh, time consuming. Mm-hmm. Do you have the new Amazon Thursday Night Football theme? I don't yet. I but can I'm pull sh- that up. I'm sure that's easier to find. Okay, I'm gonna pull that up too. We'll play that and see Very if good. we get in the mood for football. Okay. And then uh, Gio and Jerry at the top. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Deuce. I'm with Christopher Lopresti. This is day five of the week for us. We call him CeeLo. Sorry to cut you off there. And we come back from how many breaks do you play music in the warm-up show? Three. Three. So that's 15 songs you played this week. Twelve. Twelve. The last break is the... Uh, oh, that's right. We okay. only do so two. two. It's only two? Yeah. All right. So 10. I probably recognized or could ID one or two of them from this week. What that's about this That's not a one? reflection on you. That's on me. Who made who? Now that... You made yeah, you. Yeah, see, I'm like very... I feel like I always screwed this up. I feel like I recognized the voice. Was that not ACDC? It was. Okay. But Good I couldn't have, could not have told you the name of the song. Who made who? I know who? a lot of ACDC songs. That one I was not familiar with. All Last right. break could not have told you Genesis. Well, that was a tough one. So, I mean, I'm just out of my league here. I think you that need was my either... dad sitting here. He would be all over it. Oh, yeah. Music trivia with your dad? Yes. I'd love to take him on. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple NFL notes, two from the Giants. Daniel Jones says he had a neck procedure. Unrelated to last year's injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, as Pro Football Talk pointed out, means he's had two separate neck issues that required medical mm-hmm. attention in. The last year. And one of which we apparently never knew about. Right. Mm. What's going on with this dude's neck? 
Let's get him a neck. Let's get him a neck pad for the season. Or just he can play in a neck brace, maybe. Or a neck brace. Where, so he'd be. It would be tough to scan the field. He'd have to That's true. move his entire body and his shoulders, which is doable all at the same time. He's got to wear that thing like uh, some of the well, you linebackers, know, Brian the linebackers. Cox. That's where you're going. Yeah. Right? yeah, but there was a quarterback, Steve Grogan, who is played for right? the Patriots. He used to wear that uh, that thing around his neck, Steve and he was a good quarterback. Grogan. Go ahead, Google that. I just Google it. I'm working on it. You Google that. Let's see here. Steve that dude was Grogan. a menace. Steve Grogan style, 1980s football. Okay, he had the more of the like the roller pad. Yeah, the roller the neck, pad, not the high. Right, like Brian Cox had the one that yes. went like vertic parallel to the neck, like yeah. vertically straight up. Yeah, this you're right. This is more of the roller pad that uh, Steve Grogan. Okay. he's the only quarterback I've ever seen wear that. Yeah, none come to mind that I can think of. But that would be so. a cool look if Dan if Daniel Jones wore that and played well. Giants fans would start showing up. Would in it those really neck be a rolls. cool look? I mean, maybe he's bringing back the neck roller. That's like Steve Grogan style. A couple, a couple of things I noticed. Not to go back to the Yankees, just from a like a, a style standpoint mm-hmm. and how time is a flat circle. Oswaldo Cabrera has been wearing the. It's not a puka shell necklace, but it's like a like a pearl necklace. Remember when puka shell necklaces were like a big yeah. deal in the late '90s, early 2000s? So he's kind of bringing that back a little bit. And then I saw a dude on the Blue Jays last night had his pants were not like the baggy pants that go over the cleats, and he wasn't wearing the high knees. But he also was not wearing, like, one-tone socks or the old-school stirrup. Do you remember in baseball, like, did you, did you play Little League growing up? Oh, absolutely. A little bit. So they have the, the fake they have the fake stirrups where instead of the actual stirrup that goes over the white socks, they just had a colored line on the sock. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I had actual it was like stirrup. A cheap, okay, but this is, like, the cheap way to get around that, that, you know, you just buy a, basically a sock that's pretty... The dude was wearing that last night in the Blue Jays. I'm like, why are we bringing that look back? Like, what? Why? What are we trying to accomplish and there? Is only one guy was wearing that. Like, yeah. he went. Th- that shouldn't be allowed. No, they they these guys all wear whatever the hell they want now. There's a dude on. Uh, what game was I watching the other night? It was on, on the Braves. It had green cleats. There's no green. <laughs> the Braves have. They have red. They've got navy blue. They've got a little like Acuna's got all the yellow, yes. the gold because they do. They have like yellow goldish trim in there. Okay, like the tomahawk, I think, or whatever the hell. Because he looks has. very colorful when yes, he comes but to I was bat. Like, green. Where do they come up with green? So I think they let them do whatever they want now. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. If I'm a defense neck going roller, against the Giants, yeah. I'd go right for the neck. Sure. Not in a mean way. No, of course not. Just let them know. Not you're in a there. mean way. I'm just trying to you know end his career and knock him out. If I was defense, I'd be like. Here's what I would do. I wouldn't, you can't try to injure someone's neck. Mm-hmm. But when you get them on the ground, you go, I know you got a weak neck. We're coming for you. So mental warfare. Mental warfare. Intimidation. Exactly. Yeah, intimidation. Got it. Let him think you're coming for the neck all of a sudden. Yeah, that's know. on his mind sure. and not hitting receivers. And then he starts to hear the footsteps. Yep. That aren't actually there. <laughs> like you get him, crush him down and go, we're going for your neck. Crack some more ribs. Listen, neck boy. We know you had two procedures on your neck. We're coming for you. Uh, the other one is uh, Saquon Barkley. He's sick of people like you, CeeLo. Mm-hmm. In particular, I think he mentioned your name. Did he? That's quote, funny because I complimented him on television uh, last week. Quote, this Saquon Barkley quote, I'm really kind of fed up with people who never played the position and try to speak on how I run the football. We call them all pros with clickers. In their hand. That doesn't really flow. Does Pros it? with clickers in their hand. No. Like, that does not roll off that the tongue. That does not roll now, off Now, I don't the disagree tongue. with his pie. Get it? Yeah. You know, stay in your lane, stick to your day job, 
Monday morning quarterback, armchair quarterback. I've heard all those pros with clickers in their hands. Yeah. You just all pros. Yeah, that with one's clickers not, yeah, that's not, not going to catch on. You won't see that on a t shirt anytime soon. Yeah. And it was, this is interesting, though, because this brings up so Saquon Barkley doesn't like to be criticized by people who've never played the position. Right. Well, most people watching have not. Correct. So. Then you got Brady Quinn saying of Zach Wilson, yes. I've not seen a quarterback get more love for doing less from the media than Zach Wilson in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably an exaggeration, a little hyperbolic, but I mean, I get the point. This is what we do. Hey, draft a new quarterback. Let's talk him up because we've barely seen him play. And I'll tell you what, if Zach Wilson hadn't gotten hurt and went out in the first couple of weeks and the Jets got their you-know-what handed to them, people would be, oh, he's he's not the guy. Move on, next. Let me see Mike White, Joe Flacco. Let's draft another guy. Like, we're quick to build them up because there's hope, there's promise, there's mm-hmm. potential. And then as soon as it becomes evident, chop, see down. you later. Gone. Same happened with Sam Darnold. Same happened with Mark Sanchez, except Sanchez actually had some success early on. I'm trying to think, who am I missing? Geno Smith to a lesser extent. Christian Hackenberg, not so much because yeah. he never saw the field. Right. Other than that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, think about that. If you're a player. Just ripped off five jet quarterbacks right there. Let me ask you this. If you're a, you're a player and you're a young player, let's let's use Zach Wilson. Would you rather be criticized by guys like, you know, Geo, Craig, Evan, who Non-X never played players. the game, or a guy like Brady Quinn who played but was terrible in the NFL. Hmm. Interesting. That is a good question. Who would I rather be criticized by? See, I'd rather be criticized by the guys that never played. Yeah. Because they never played. So what do they know? You, Brady Quinn played in the NFL. And knows something about sucking. Yes. <laughs> so who are you? I mean, he wasn't me. I'm 40. Similar to Manti Teo. He wasn't a total flameout. He just never turned into like a good starting quarterback. But he at least, it wasn't like he was in the league for a year or two and gone. He know? wasn't Jamarcus Russell. Right. Okay. He stuck around for a little bit. All right. That's fair. And sometimes those backups turn into good media types. And, and like, this is a little different. He's, you know, he's putting Zach Wilson on blast. But like Dan Orlovsky on ESPN is very good at breaking things down. People and like, he was never any good as in the NFL. And people like Trent Dilfer. And even though he went to a yeah. Super Bowl, he was not. And he's got a big, he's good. big with young quarterback prospects. Yeah. He gets them at like, you know, sixth grade and keep going all the way into college, which is crazy. He's got because uh, academy of some sort. Trent Dilfer was the main quarterback in Tampa when I was down there. Mm-hmm. Like, he played a lot of a number yeah, yeah, of years down sure. there. It was not good. Right. And then he was the quarterback of the Ravens Super Bowl winning team when they were all about the defense. Right. All about that defense. And when the Bucks went to the Super Bowl, Bucks. they were all oh, about Bucks. that defense and had a Brad Johnson yes. as their quarterback. I was going to drop Brad Johnson a yeah. second ago when you mentioned Dilfer with the Bucks. Yes. Not great quarterbacks, but Brad Johnson was much better than Trent Dilfer. Yeah. But you're right. When they we had would Brad run... Johnson later in his career. No? Yeah. It was like after the Vikings. Yeah. After. But you're right. Trent Dilfer on television was good. But if he was like really like putting somebody on blast. I'm sure he has. Sean Salisbury is another one that was good on. He has very critical. And now he does radio in Texas. Maybe? Yeah. I forget. I think Texas. Trent Dilfer, one of my favorite out of context clips. What short did he clips say? On ESPN whatever show it was, primetime or countdown, whatever. You can't lose games in the NFL and still win. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yes. You can't bad True words for that. have never been spoken. Yeah. <laughs> and then Robert Sala said that if Zach Wilson is ready to play, he's going to be the week one starter. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand why this is news. 
Because he wouldn't be ready to play, right? We don't know that yet. He but just even, got back. He got surgery two days ago. But even he's not going to be prepared, even if he's physically ready to play. He's not going to be prepared to play week one. Right? Um, I define prepared. If he's able to take practice reps the week leading up to the game. What about all these weeks he's not going to take reps? He's taking mental reps. Out. Mental reps? Yeah. He is there, that, and everyone's excited he was walking. Right. He's there he walking. walking. He's back in flow pee. Right. It's Florham Park, for those of you who don't know. He hit the weight room, get those back muscles that yeah. I saw looking Stay in good. shape, yeah. Yeah. All right. Get in the film room, the meetings. I see. Watch every snap out on the practice field. By the way, the film. former Jets head coach Todd Bull says there's no firm date yeah, for Tom is, Brady's return. I don't know what's going on here, but very this, is weird. Getting, this is getting bizarre. It's getting very bizarre. Bulls, uh, it's not his fault. He just seems to, I mean, of course, he was... At the, helm, at the helm of the whole Geno Smith, I can and Polly thing. Yeah, the, the punch in the face. Your, yeah, that was the year Geno was supposed to show he was the goods. I get the feeling that Tom Brady will let you know when he's coming back and you'll all be good with it. I guess. Uh, is there any chance he never comes back? No. This is really weird, no though. Chance. An extended absence that they didn't say, but like, why would you not, if this was all part of the plan, right? why not at the beginning of camp be like, listen, Yes. Just so you know. We're getting ahead of this. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's weird. Let's do a sports minute. Zach Gelb. Oh, Zach Gelb. Deshaun Watson. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right. We've got just a few more moments before uh, Gio and Jerry. Here's the uh, Amazon Thursday night football this will get thing. Cut off in five seconds. Go oh, ahead. He's got to cut. Yeah, we fade out. Here we go. <laughs> Hello. It's coming. You are looking live. Very regal. Yeah, it kicks in. Here it comes. I kind of like it actually. Yeah, it's not bad. People loved it on Twitter. Yeah, People I mean, hate everything on I mean, Twitter. I thought I was going to hate it. This is pretty good. It's a big orchestra doing it on the video. You can see them getting into this, right? I'm into it right now. Yeah. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.